Good morning, happy Easter. It's great to be together as we celebrate the risen Jesus and think a bit about what it means for us to live as people who have resurrection hope. So let me read for us from John chapter 20 verses 1 to 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. She came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realise that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've put him and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, don't hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them, that he had said these things to her. What an incredible reading. It always makes me smile um, that, that where John gets in that he made it to the tomb first. So you'll have spotted that in the reading that uh, it always makes me laugh a little bit. Christ has risen. What incredible news for Mary to get to share with the disciples having encountered Jesus on that first Easter morning. What an exciting day it is for us as we gather together in person and online to celebrate the risen Jesus. That Jesus died for us and rose again is the message of hope that we hold on to, isn't it? That Christ is risen. But you knew that because this isn't the first Easter. When the frankly unbelievable news was announced by women who were considered so unreliable that the men had to go and check for themselves, racing to the tomb to see with their own eyes what they'd already been told. 
you've been told a million times before that Jesus died and has risen. So many times, in fact, that it almost loses its meaning for us. It can be easy to lose the weight of that statement, what it means for you and for me that Jesus is risen, what it means for the whole world. Just take a minute to breathe it in. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. What does it even mean? Well, it means that we're saved, that death is defeated, that the beginning of God's restoration plan is in place and that you and I can have hope because we're no longer lost without anyone to guide us through life, death and beyond. We have a saviour who has conquered it all. We're not cut off from God anymore by our mistakes and messiness. And that's all wonderful news, isn't it? But there's something else I notice in this story, something personal and something that I think really underlines the hope that we have in this resurrection story. It's something that happens three times over the course of the passages we're going to think about today and it's that Jesus names people. We see in the passage that we just heard that Mary is lost in her grief, in the circumstances that she finds herself in. She doesn't know what to do. And then Jesus says to her, Mary. And she immediately recognises her hope is restored at the sound of his voice calling her name. Mary's broken hearted and confused. The whole world is shaken. She can see with her own eyes that Jesus is gone from the tomb, but she can't take in all that's happening around her. Even though she's been told, she's heard Jesus say that on the third day he'll be raised, but they just can't take it in. Jesus calls her name and she recognises his voice as the one who loves her. Her hopelessness is turned to hope. And perhaps this morning, like Mary, you find your circumstances hopeless. Perhaps you feel lost today. And Jesus comes to you with resurrection hope that you can be reconnected and redirected into the purposes of his resurrection life. Then secondly, uh, the second person we're going to think about is Thomas. Um, a little bit later on, um, Jesus appears to the disciples, but Thomas is out and he misses it. And he's left with all these doubts. He's, he's left saying, I'll only be able to take this in and really believe it when I see for myself the holes in his hands and his feet. And Jesus comes to him with evidence. And perhaps today you are full of doubts. You want to believe this incredible news. You want to take in the hope of it all. But you just can't quite overcome the questions in your mind. 
And Jesus comes to Thomas, he comes again to all of the disciples in a locked room and he says, Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Sometimes Thomas gets a really hard um, time about being doubting Thomas, but none of the others believed without seeing. They'd all seen when he wasn't there. And I think sometimes we don't get that opportunity in the same way, do we? we? We're not going to see the physical risen Jesus today. But Jesus does come to us with the information, with the opportunity to explore and question and be reassured. And he calls us by name into that journey of exploration. And then finally, there's Peter. And Peter's really messed it up. Peter has denied Jesus, having been friends with him for all, these t all this time. At the very last moment, he's really let him down. And Peter doesn't know what to do with himself. I can only imagine what it must be like to be Peter living through these days as Jesus is resurrected, as um, they keep meeting Jesus in these locked rooms. And he'd, give, he'd given up. Peter had gone back fishing. Even having seen what he'd seen, seeing the empty tomb, I think Peter's hope is still a bit stretched after the resurrection. Peter needed his identity as a faithful friend and follower restored. And then this happens. This is from John 21. When they'd finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And then the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Peter receives his new hope that allows him to go on to bigger things in the kingdom of God than anything he'd done before when Jesus comes to him and calls him by name into a second chance into a new life full of resurrection hope. And here's some of what Peter has to say about that experience. So in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, he says, In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And then later on in verse 7, he says, These trials have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though it's refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Maybe today, like Peter, you feel like you've let Jesus down. And he wants to come to you today with resurrection hope, calling your name to
to have a fresh start. Whoever we are this morning, however we receive this incredible news, Jesus comes to each one of us, calling us by name to live a new life in the light of his resurrection. He knows your name and he knows your circumstances and you can be assured that the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead can renew and restore your life, can answer your questions, can overcome your circumstances, your failures and your disappointments. Jesus' invitation to us today is to take our eyes off our own circumstances, doubts and failures, and to hear him risen and calling us by name into a life of resurrection hope that spills out into the world around us.